What's up, y'all? It's Books to Bills podcast, a podcast for the young professional. It's your girl, Erica Hilling, all the way from Atlanta, Georgia. And it's the favorite staff member checking in from Gainesville, Florida. And this is Perfect Patty, hailing all the way from Tyler, Texas. I just got back in from Galveston about an hour ago. You are traveling all over Texas. Call me the traveling nurse. <laughs> Hashtag traveling nurse. That's a real thing, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't get paid like them, though. But one day. Yeah, you know, in the old day, they used to uh, they used to have them. The nurses used to have to go do their rounds. Mm-hmm. Dang. I forgot all about that. I wonder how things like that change. You know what I mean? Like, who decided it's time for them to stop doing it? Yeah, like, who decided that nurses would then just stay in the hospital for, what, four days and all three nights? Hey, hey. It probably had a lot to do with the fact that more facilities were being built, and so people no longer had to wait on the nurses to make it around to their house, and so they would just go to the doctor when needed. Mm, more convenient option. Absolutely. Come on, anyway. drunk history. You know, you know, everybody love a little exclusivity and convenience. Hey, so we're going to talk have about y'all, it. Um, have y'all watched Drunk History before? Yes. I have not. That's what this sounded like. like right. Because they'll ask a random question. <laughs> Check, you should so watch it. Like, people literally get drunk and tell stories, tell history stories, like prominent history stories. Drunk. Well, as a person who doesn't drink, I don't want to see other people drunk, so. All right, how y'all doing on this <laughs> You don't. Okay. I, I watched the bullshit. That's what I just oh, did. Oh, is that through. what happened? I'm Ray Charles to the bullshit. <laughs> Excuse my language. Shaq, you need to go ahead. You answer first. How I'm doing. Mm-hmm. I'm doing well. I think it's a pretty good time for me. I um, let me tell y'all. Last week I had last week and I had people over my house for uh, the fifth of May, and we celebrated by having like tacos and things and to and drank a lot of tequila. And so all this week I've been living on that high, and so I'm just yeah, just just really. Happy to be living and happy to have had that fellowship with some f- old friends and new friends. And so I'm just doing good. Y'all know I'm an extrovert. So anytime I get to hang around a lot of folks, I'm good. And I think that same energy has been helping me out throughout the week. Okay. Shaq, did you throw a single day my ill party? No, he didn't. No, ma'am. I We had a party on the 5th of May. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Hashtag politically correct. Hashtag progressiveness. Okay. Hashtag looking out for the people. Hashtag I'm not problematic. All right. You got a limit. It's a three hashtag limit now. <laughs> hey, we got it. Even though I hear that um, that's not a real thing anyway, so I don't know where it came from. I mean, when we were in Spanish class in high school, we used to have to watch these documentaries about Cinco de Mayo. But now I've learned that some of it is either fake. I don't know. I ain't did enough research. That's the reason why I dare not call my celebration that I had a party on the 5th of May. I respect that. Jasmine, you want to go first? What about you, Erica? Well, we know somebody over there drinking. If it ain't Shaq, it's the other one. Right. Just erase me from uh, everyone's memory. <laughs> Fine. I'm invisible. Go ahead. Oh, well, so I just got back from Galveston. We had our state conference there. And y'all, all kind of bad weather just been happening. It was flooding in Houston. It was a tornado out here in East Texas. It was just, I didn't know all that was happening while I was at this conference. So um, I was at the conference. I had fun. My little boo went, my little dip. She went with me. <laughs> come on, dip, baby. Dip, come on now, dip. Wait, I was confused for a minute. What you mean? Yeah, right. 
I thought you were going to say, like, my little dip was there. I was going to say, okay, writes down a note for Eastside Nikki. Like, I got the lips. You know, you know, it just P.O.P. Hold it down. Hold it down. Anyway, so she does a lot of things to get me out of my comfort zone. So we rented bikes and was biking around Galveston. Went to bike tours lunch. And then it was fun. We had a good cool. time. Did y'all take pictures? We did take a few pictures. Well, wait a minute. That's a that that means a whole lot different with Nikki because you know she's a photographer. Yeah, right. I got to take pictures. Did y'all have any events? No, she was there. Um, you know, listening to all my healthcare stuff, so I had to little pose, little pictures. No, okay. It's a balance. It's a balance. For me, I'm doing well, and I'll say this because I don't think I have another opportunity to say it. But I posted on <laughs> Facebook today. I do. I have. I posted on Facebook today that I'm just super proud of so many people that I knew in college that are now like literally living the dreams that they were studying tirelessly for while we were undergrad. And it came to my mind because um, my fellow RA and friend Matt Garcia, he wanted to graduate from pharmacy school at the University of Houston back when we were in college and he graduated today. And I sent him a message and I was like, I have been waiting for this picture for a very long time because he was in the same cohort as another one of our friends that graduated like two years ago. So I had I had all faith that he was gonna finish. But I, you know, we don't talk like that. But I was like, I know I'm gonna see this picture. He gonna have on his black and white doctorate, a regalia. He finna get this degree and he got it today. And I told him that I was like super proud of him and um yeah it just it just made me so happy that even though i don't talk to these people about it all the time like just the fact that like we used to be sitting in class next to people who said they was gonna be a doctor a lawyer architect and like literally i'm like you did that shit like mm-hmm. you actually did exactly what you said she was gonna do so i'm just shout out to the graduates and my heart is very warm to have known some phenomenal people even though and y'all know graduation is a sad time for me why because, I mean, and I say sad, I don't mean to say bittersweet, even though it's actually bittersweet. I want to put emphasis on sad. Because you spend all this time with these people, you build a network, y'all shooting in the gym together, and then at graduation time, betcha by golly why, you got to go your separate ways. And it's like, you will never be around every single one of these people again. And I'm the first person to say, y'all, I be crying in graduation. I don't like to look at posts when people go through Instagram. I zip Aww. through them. I double tap and zip through, especially when they got that long paragraph. Nope, not what, not what. Because I get so sad. The first time it really took a toll on me, I'm going to say this and shut up, was when I was a fifth year senior. My roommate was a fourth year senior. And when he graduated, I was toe up. I said, never again. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, Shaq. It is sad. Well, I'm the other end of the spectrum where I am just like, y'all did hashtag y'all did that shit so cool cool well jasmine will you be blessing us today i suppose i was really gonna be petty today i mean it's a petty question (laughs) this is a place for it i was it's a it's like a different level of petty if you can't be petty here then where the hell can you go i mean why don't you bring that to somebody else's podcast let's see it (laughs) (laughs) anyway so you go to your mailbox, you open the mail, and it's an invitation for a birthday party for one of your friends, one of your coworkers. So, you know, you get all excited and you're like, okay, let me, you know, you got an RSVP to 
the party. So you text the co-worker that's having the birthday party and say, hey, I'm so excited to be, you know, to see all you guys at the birthday party. I hope we turn up. We're going to have fun. Wah, wah, wah. And the co-worker says, what birthday party? Oh, my. So you look at the bottom and it say RSVP to a whole different number. It's supposed to be a surprise, y'all. Y'all done messed up the damn surprise. <laughs> now, A, would y'all just fess up to it? Tell, you know, tell the friend what happened. B, would you put it on yourself? Like say that you messed up or something happened or D, a little different. Make up your own story. Okay, can yes. I go first? Yes. Because I think I know where this question came from. <laughs> And Jazz has been a <laughs> so Jazz I R I R S V Okay I R S V P to Jasmine's wedding yeah. to her. But I mean obviously she knows her wedding. But I did look at it and I was like, wait, that was the wrong number. But I never did go back. I just in my mind I was like, okay, I'll handle it later and I put the invitation back on my refrigerator. And I think that's where this came from. Yes. Yes. See there? I got that text. I don't she even think didn't even respond. <laughs> no, but I figured this was about that. But I was like, damn, what did I do? Shit, I told her. I asked her about the RSVP. I'm like, how is she making this about me? And it's about you. Yeah, this <laughs> yeah, this one is. This is on me. Because I looked at it. And so when I initially looked, I was like, oops, this ain't Jasmine number. But I didn't already hit Sam right now. It was a so I, I will go back and follow instructions. Hell, you know I'm coming. Everybody know I'm coming, but I will Please. follow instructions. I like to follow instructions. Please do. Okay. Thank you. Well, if it were somebody's birthday, and I would just easily lie. I'd be like, so-and-so's birthday party. You weren't invited? Like, I would make a host think about it. I'd make up a random-ass date, you know. And then you got to... So, so say you... This was between me and you, Jasmine. I'll be like, oh, and you and Erica ain't that cool. I'll be like, it's Erica's birthday party. You know, um, you didn't get invited. And then I would have to hurry up and call Erica and be like, Erica, I fucked up. Um, we need to pretend that you having a birthday party and you forgot to send Jasmine the invitation and it's going to be on so-and-so date so that we can keep Jasmine out of the know. I would have, you know, I would have worked some up real quick. Interesting. It would honestly depend, because I'm really on this honesty tip right now. I mean, I don't know that I've ever been a liar per se, but like, you know how like you can choose to not so much explain yourself, but you can choose not to be upfront. Just say some raggedy ass answer and just not just be honest about what it really is. Similar to earlier when we had talking about the questions. It's like, ain't no point in me lying. I'm just going to be real. And so I guess it would really depend on where I was because at first I was like, I was be like, man, I'm so sorry. I would have told whoever the organizer was that I accidentally told him. But um, if I really need to be petty, I think I, I would make up a lot too and claim that I had a typo, you know, in the message and yeah, just make it about somebody else. Or that you send it to the wrong friend. Yeah, most certainly for sure. You're right. I could easily be like, oh, I was, I meant to send that to a church friend. Yeah. So, okay, but y'all know sometimes honesty ain't the best policy. Say who? We're gonna talk about that a little later. <laughs> okay, I just want to go on record and say that sometimes it's not. Jasmine, what was your response? I'm sorry. It was just about Shaq. Oh, so you you weren't gonna answer it? No, I just wanted Shaq to realize that he did not follow directions. Oh, y'all favorite staff member does not follow directions. Got it. Reading is fundamental. And Shaquille, what's the moral of the story? Um, that um, honesty is not always the best policy. Oh, Lord. 
Anyways, <laughs> well, we have something we want to be honest. Um, we want to talk about and be honest with you all on this evening at the staff meeting. This week, we're talking about something I know has affected many of us and maybe some of it, it hasn't. Tonight, we're talking about, wait for it, cute privilege, everybody. Cute privilege. Not white privilege. Amen. Amen. Cute privilege. Amen. This privilege can cross many races, ethnicities, religions, genders, spectrums, if, if you, you will. will. So I'm going to kick it over to my homeboy, Shaq, and let him start this conversation. Shaquille? Real quick, before we go, I want to shout out my 2019 preview staff because we about to go into this summer we about to welcome all these people to my university and they're gonna do a damn good job and i'm waiting on and i'm ready to navigate the summer with them so shout out shout to y'all rck you rock okay but you're right so today what we're going to be talking about is cute privilege and so in similar books to Bill's fashion i would like to um define cute privilege for y'all and so cute privilege is the societal privilege that benefits people who are classified as cute over non-cute people. And I purposely didn't say ugly people, particularly if they are otherwise under the same social circumstances. So does that make sense? So like basically cute people based, you know, based on however you define it or the particular person can get away with a few more things than other people would. And so it's important to know that like, if I'm the cute person, I could be aware that I benefit from cute privilege, but I could be completely oblivious, right? So it's, it's like all privileges. Like sometimes you know, sometimes you don't. But yeah, basically for cute people, they tend to get away with a few more things. And that's all from my my personal dictionary. So that's from uh, Lowe and Webster, <laughs> if you will. <laughs> now, I wholeheartedly degree, degree. Agree. <laughs> agree with me. I wholeheartedly agree. Agree with me. Um, that there are some people because of their outward appearance may experience leniency at different levels than people who may not be as pleasing to the eye. I'm glad you said mm -hmm. outward appearance. Yes, outward yes, appearance, yes. physical appearance. More, more facial experience or whatever whatever one should define <laughs> as cute you know i friend i feel like we've talked about this a lot of times we have friend because you know i'm a firm believer in it but i want to i'm glad you said outward appearance because somebody can be cute on the inside they can be nice as a little old lamb but they don't and they can if they're not cute they don't get cute privilege so it has to be outward um outward appearance, appearance. but yes we talked about it because i know for me I'm guilty of it, and I hope that I am a recipient of it as well. But um, I think that it's really true, and it works its way everywhere. So we're going to talk about it. Jasmine, what is your experience? I was about to say, Shaq, where has it worked for you? Well, I'm going to go from, like, what does it work for me in terms of other people? So, like, when do I when do I grant it, if you will? Oh, okay. I was about to say, where you been that you just, you know, bat a little eye, show a little leg? Wait a minute. What you trying to say? You saying I'm ugly? You saying I'm not cute? <laughs> <laughs> um, that is not what I meant. So like when you and I think um, I think Erica may have said this. Like you know how when you be doing stuff like you be say you walking through the mall and now that ain't a good example. Say you at work, somebody slammed the door in front of you and they saw you coming. Now that's a bad example too. I got one. Okay. Say you in the mall. This is a terrible example example for the advancement of women in America 
or females in America. But say you walking through the mall and a fine ass guy come by and he say like, hey, little mama just approaches you, not in the most respectful way, may maybe even touches you or some way. But he cute. So you you I'm not saying that you're not the person that ain't still gonna go off, but it might be a little playful. It may be to grab some attention or you may think about it, but you might not actually go off because the person was cute. And so you let their behavior let their behavior stand as acceptable. Whereas if Flavor Flav slapped you on your ass, you finna call every <laughs> government agency. Some of us would. I would. He is not attractive to me. Um, but call every government agency to get him um arrested. And my daddy and my brothers too. Yeah. Y'all okay, so I get it now. And I understand. I got another one. And I'm guilty of it. But wait, wait, wait. So have y'all ever been so annoyed with somebody and you can't figure out why it's cause you just not cute? Like You're not worth it. Oh yeah. It ain't just terrible. Like they do something to piss you off and then you can't look over it because they not cute. Right. Mm mm. You just get it so annoyed and just bothered. So I think also when you think about stuff that like really, really just like ticks you off. And so like I think about like when I'm around folks and I'm and they smacking while we eating, like they not closing their mouth when they're chewing and stuff that drives me up a wall. But if they're cute, I might be like, mm, I ain't never like smacking <laughs> until today. You know, you just you start making allowances for it. You'd be like, ooh, I never knew. But mm, something about something about it in this particular instance is like, oh, my God, it adds value. You start asking them extra questions so they can talk. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, yeah, what you do today? <laughs> you know, yeah, I feel the same way. And I feel like I've been in some situations. I feel like cute privilege is really well. All right. I feel like cute privilege is prominent with me especially on online dating because let's be real anybody everybody doesn't write something on there by you by yo where are my words today by yo i was like friend what the <laughs> fuck <laughs> oh god i'm not drunk y'all i promise i hope everybody don't own a by you but <laughs> anyway everybody doesn't write something on their bio so sometimes all you have is cute. Cute privilege is what you get you to like in the first place because I ain't got nothing else to read. And I'm just kind of hoping that when, if, and when we talk, I'll be able to like, you know, give you some other privilege as well. But I feel like that's where it really pops up for me. What about y'all? I agree. Um, as someone who utilizes online dating services, yeah, I don't normally swipe right on people if they don't have a good enough bio. But if I think they look good, they get the swipe right. I'm gonna give them a chance. <laughs> yeah. Do you grant Q privilege, oh, Jasmine? Yeah. Did you? I, I feel like it's did you? Did thank you? I felt like that was gonna get me in the <laughs> no. Oh, that bring, did mm. you that? But okay, I'm not even gonna answer that one. I ain't married yet. I'm trying to stay. Um, I would say that flashes engagement ring. We see you. Oh, my bad. Can y'all see that? Um, <laughs> I would say that it becomes problematic because now that person can get away with everything. I feel. I feel like if if somebody know they cute and they know they get cute privilege, they be trying to wheeze their way through everything. I I can't. Okay, they try to talk their way out of situations. Right. Yeah, because they know. Give you those cute eyes, cute. not the head the right. right way. 
But I think there's a balance to if you are someone who is issuing out cute privilege passes, I think that you have to be strong enough to pull your veto card at any point because you, you can't get played in 2019. You know what I mean? Okay, so what are some times when it's like, okay, you cute and all, but this is not going to help. I need an example. We need to educate so, the people. So, once again, my my context, my what's my um the paradigm through which Your lens. the paradigm through which okay. I am going to speak is that of the use of online dating services. You know, sometimes I have to remind myself that I went to school for a little bit. If you find but then your conversation is one word text and like, you know, I get people test when I'm texting them. I leave them hanging on purpose to see if they can pick up the conversation. Cause I'm already going to chiropractic. I can't keep carrying this conversation. You know what I mean? You throw the alley, just see if they're going to catch those. And so I give tests. I give you about three, especially in the first few days. If if you fail more than one of them, you, 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 the cuteness is not helping you no more. Cause I'm like, we can't even talk. So, cause you're not, I'm keep answering questions, asking questions. You're not providing nothing else. I think that's a big example. I think just being a a-hole, like, I don't care how cute you are. I can already tell this ain't going to work for me because you just, you're an ass. Now, <laughs> I will say it, it might take me one more conversation than it would have before to to end it, but it's going gonna, it's gonna to get ent. It's going to get ent. Okay. So those are some of my most prominent examples. Y'all know one time when I really think cute privilege come into play? What? When you at a restaurant and you ain't getting that, like your service is not horrible, but it's not like, it's not great. And so it's like, mm, like somebody need a little water here and there, but your server is cute. You know, you start making allowances. You'd be like, okay, that's fine. I'm still going to give you your 15%. I'm going to give you a 20% tip or whatever, X, Y, Z, even though I personally don't agree with tips on percentages, but um, I'm still going to give you a good enough tip, even though my service wasn't that good because, you know, you kind of cute. Well, can I can I go deeper? Please. Take us there. You know where I think cute privilege really reigns, but ain't nobody going to talk about it. Let me go deep, deep, deep. Okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me tell you what we ain't going to talk about it. We use cute privilege with children. We let cute kids get away with murder. <gasps> oh, and I've heard parents say, you know, you, you better be glad you're cute. Just punch them in the face. You better be glad you're cute, little boy. Damn, I was ugly as a child. Because <laughs> I didn't get away with shit. Oh my gosh. But but you know what I'm talking about. That's problematic. You're right. Yes. Yeah. I think a lot of, I mean, even us, like, let's think about it. There, there is a point in time where, you know, a little kid is just a little bit too inquisitive. Or not, I won't say too inquisitive. I think kids should be inquisitive. But like a kid is just like inquisitive to a point that you don't think that they should be. Too much yeah, energy. Um, that you that you just wouldn't think that they would be. Or they say a cuss word or they get angry. We Not that all of that deserves discipline, but we don't always discipline it immediately. We think it's cute because it's like, oh my God, they're a real human being. So I just... And we'll even say sometimes, be like, oh, mm-hmm. they're so cute. No, they bad. <laughs> right. So, Them chillings ain't cute. They bad. And they finna be bad and cute. I'm not supposed to say that. They finna be bad and bougie. I'm not supposed to say that as a parent educator. We don't use those words. Right. You want, We don't say the word yeah, bad. I but yeah, so I, I just had, that came to me. I had to throw that out there. Okay. Do y'all have any, any, any lasting thoughts about cute pictures? I feel like we got to do this again. 
Absolutely, because I got some more Go questions ahead. about it. I want to know because Jasmine said that. I want to know. So, like, do we feel that, like, relationship status has anything to do with cute privilege? Like, I, I want to know. So, like, Jasmine was like, mm, I'm, I'm going to talk about used to. And I ain't in no relationship. <laughs> so, I guess <laughs> okay, this so is asking Nurse J. I mean, if it works in both of our uh, benefits, then cute privilege is okay. We getting our... My cute privilege is getting us some, I did just call myself cute, <laughs> is getting us some free drinks at the bar. Then we drinking for free. That's when you benefiting from it, though. That's when you benefit. When is it not? I, I have a personal thing about flirting. Like, I really think it's disrespectful. So I'm a flirt. Soon as I see him roll up in the club. For someone to be, I'm going to perceive it as flirting with my mate to get some, like, cute privilege or... Nikki letting people, you know, mess over because the cute. No, I'm not for it. You got to clank, clank, lock down. <laughs> I'm so done with you. But yeah, I'm not for it. Okay. That that was a perspective I hadn't really thought of. Well, as a person who's single, I think that we would still inherently offer cute privilege no matter what. Because I think it's just like any of the other privileges. I think that they're deeper and they're ingrained more deeply than we think they are. And so while we can easily talk about them on a surface level, I think when we look at people, we have these ideas of like, okay, based on outward appearance, this means so-and-so on the inside. And because this means this on the inside, they can get away with so-and-so. I wonder, does that work with like the police? Like when a police stops somebody, if they think the person cute, do they give them a ticket? Dang, I wonder. I'm pretty sure. And I just think about, Dang, I had a really good point that I was thinking about while I was listening, which is why I probably forgot it because I should have been just just been listening. But I wouldn't be surprised. You need to be mindful. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. That, that was a thing. But no, I, I bet. All through this, I've been thinking, man, is it in these moments where I feel like I've exercised cute privilege, is it because I'm a woman, per se? Mm. I think a lot of those times is because I'm just a, I'm just a woman in the situation well jasmine i think that's a good point that you bring up because i think that's going to tie really good to my department update about aisha curry i think we can tie this well, in you go first let me tie this in go ahead okay yeah. wait a minute wait a minute we done i'm ready to hear this because you know she's been all over my social media and i'm ready to talk about it friend you gonna tell us what okay. the hell happened you cool with going after me jay yep okay so i i don't know if y'all seen it have you everybody seen it though i forgot yeah Tell us what happened. So some of our colleagues may not have may not be abreast on on all the happenings. Okay. So Aisha Curry was on the Red Table Talk, which is a show with um Jada Pinkett, her mom and her daughter, and basically talked about how as a married woman, and I think she made it a little bit more specific to her marriage to like a high profile person, but in general, she talked about how as a married woman, she doesn't really get attention from other men anymore and talked about how it would be nice to experience that again, just to just kind of get some type of reassurance um, that she's still somebody that is desired. And so a lot of people, a lot of people kind of drug her in my opinion, a lot of people drug her for saying that, like, you know, why does she want attention from other people? Why is that important? Why does she need that kind of validation? Is the whatever attention and validation and, and you know, insert word 
that her husband is giving her is it not enough um and i feel like my stance on this was i got exactly where she was coming from i i get it um but i listened to a video have y'all ever heard of that guy on um instagram his name is jackson and it's like j-a-x and he always doing these videos talking about like being in relationships and stuff well Okay, well, he had a video basically, he does them out of time when he responds to things like this. And he basically had a video saying that like, one, he wasn't quote unquote mad or did he think that Aisha was wrong? But he was like, I think that she's a product of of our society, of being a woman in our society. Women are taught that they need to be, that their beauty and worth needs to be validated by men. Like that is a very common thing. And that's something I can personally attest to. And even if my mom or my grandmother or any other woman didn't tell me specifically that a man got to tell you pretty just in case it's just kind of embedded into some other practices and things that I feel like it's very common for women to hear or girls to hear when they are younger. Um, But he also didn't necessarily say that she was... he, he He put a little bit of responsibility on her to also say like basically tear down that need for that from other people and you know work on whatever you got in your marriage because that kind of insecurity well that that kind of desire leads to insecurity which turns into something that is really about you and society but it turns into something that's about you and your marriage which then causes an issue there so i thought that was a really interesting perspective and to some extent i really felt where he was coming from so i don't know what y'all stances on it was but i'm sure it'd be interesting so i got the exact quote may may i read exactly Mm -hmm. what she said real quick she said that Stefan is very nice by nature and he's very talkative. Dot, dot, dot. Obviously, you know, the devil is a liar. The ladies will always be lurking, hoping for their moments and waiting. You need to be aware of that. She says she honestly hates it. She said they've had conversations about it and tries really, really hard if they're going somewhere. So like Stefan introduces her, but she doesn't like that. And then she went, she went on to say like, I have zero. This sounds weird, but like male attention. So then I begin to internalize it and I'm like, is something wrong with me? I don't want it, but it would be nice to know that someone's looking. And and when I just really resonated with those words, my feelings were hurt for her, right? Mm-hmm. Because yes, all the things you said are so true, Eric. And I will, and I want to recognize my privilege as a cisgendered male right now. But like, I still feel, I still feel so bad for her because I think yes, it's sad that she has this husband who is getting all this affection from people who. And Stefan may not even be the cutest person in the world. He still stuff suffer from a little a benefits from a little mm-hmm. cute privilege, if you will. But she doesn't feel that way only because people not paying that much attention to her. And I had never thought about it that way until she said those words. Never had I once thought about like, oh, one partner is getting all this attention. What does that look like for the other one? Because in my mind, I was thinking that she probably should have felt like, oh. Everybody want my man and I got him. So that means I'm doing this, like I'm out here doing the damn thing. But it was that wasn't what she was necessarily focusing on. And so I felt bad for even the way that I had even previously thought about it. But I think she's beautiful. We'll play this for her. But obviously, like <laughs> we'll let her know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think she's beautiful, but it's sad. I was also looking on Facebook and someone talked about like they brought up the parallel between how when um and they were attacking feminists by this they talked about how when all so there's another video on a, a picture a meme if y'all haven't seen it a picture that's now become a meme of where <laughs> stefan is playing basketball and he's just walking across the court like men in time out but this girl is on court side and she's like got her hand in her mouth like like oh my gosh like what would i do to have him like she was trying to entice him and so the feminists 
came for that pretty much that pretty much came for that meme saying like this like she's wrong like you know she shouldn't be like this is a bad picture don't be trying to say that one they were backing up the girl saying you know it was may have been right in the moment that's not what she was doing but either way he should um instead of using this moment for popularity he needs to come out and say this i have a wife and these are my you know this is my priority and so they were paralleling with right now everybody's trying to feel bad for aisha because all of a sudden she's like i want some attention but when stefan was getting that attention it wasn't a good thing ah okay it took me a minute so i get what you're saying first of all i don't know why everybody came for her like she shared a human moment she human she allowed to have insecurities like let her be and i was wondering why everybody was so hard on her until i read that you know years ago when she first came on the scene she was kind of presenting herself as holier than thou and like you know i'm wholesome don't look at me don't lust after me and now she's like wait wait wait, but i want some attention i'm upset because i don't get no attention so i can see okay Maybe she just, you know, she human. She had a little change of heart. She said, well, you know, I do like to be desired. <laughs> I want to know that I still have it. Um, so that kind of helped me understand a little bit of it. But still, if you watch the whole Kitchen Table Talk episode, everybody agreed with her. And was like, yeah, I understand. You know, I get it. Even Jada was like, yeah, you know, that happens. But nobody came for anybody else. Right. All the focus was on her. And I don't think that was right. Like, if you disagree with that whole concept, then just disagree with it. But don't single one person out. And I think that's what tends to happen with, like, high-profile people um, all the time. And I'm glad I hadn't... Well, one of my coworkers had alluded to her being kind of like what you described. But I had... I don't follow... Like, I'm not super big into celebrities anyway. So I had no real context of what kind of person she was in general. But I really connected with her. And the first thing I thought about when the story came out. Do y'all remember the episode of Martin when they were at the gym? And I don't know. I think he was at the gym with Tommy and Cole and they were getting attention from women because they didn't have on a wedding ring. So he got the right idea to take his wedding ring off so he could get some attention at the gym. Ended up losing the ring. Gina find it the whole... Losing And it. I think about <laughs> like, you know, of course in, their, in the context of their marriage, it was addressed, but none of his friends... I don't, oh, I don't remember, but I'm pretty sure this had, that happens a lot. I don't remember if his friends tried to stop him from doing it or not, but I'm pretty sure it's a common practice that, like, guy, uh, the guy's friends don't necessarily tell him, no, I don't do that. Now, I know that some men would be like, dude, that ain't cool, but very commonly, like, that is not something that is ever even ridiculed. It's like, oh, dude, make sure you still good. Make sure all the women want to flock towards you kind of thing. And so that was my other reason why it made me mad. It's like, once again, another example of a woman wanting something or desiring something that is completely normal and acceptable in man's in in a man's culture which isn't just isn't fair and um yeah i lost my last point but yeah that i wanted to mention that episode of martin my biggest flaw with it is that everybody is okay with the fact that steph gets all this attention the same people that's complaining about it right now, they're not complaining about it, saying that no married couple should desire attention from anyone else. They're complaining about it, saying, oh, Steph can have it, but Aisha can't right. have it. Or women just going to be like that. You know, women going to flock towards these players, um, but the men, you know, they out there being respectful, not showing her but no attention. A wise person once said, I don't want to give you the wrong impression. I need love and affection. <laughs> 
Hmm. And so I just think that that means in and outside of your, you know, your situationship, whatever that may be. I think, yes, because you get to talking to somebody so much and so often y'all get to going through the motions. I think it is refreshing every now and then for someone to say, oh, you know, or to in whatever way to express some type of desire or affection for you. I think that that's because, I mean, whether we like it or not. At, at some percentage, we all seek a little validation from others, whether or not your percentage is one percent or 80 percent. We all seek a little validation from others. We want to know that what we're doing is working and one person just can't like one person just it's not doing it, can't do it. And so it's good to know that you feel like you're a good catch for everybody. Therefore, you're a good catch for the one person that has caught you. So. I think that's a good point. And I also, and I know uh, we have to move on, but one thing I was thinking about, I wonder how like it's very different for her because she lives such a high profile life. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, absolutely. Everything is yeah, multiplied. Everything is multiplied. And I also wonder if it's just difficult. Like I've, all, I've always wondered how celebrities meet each other. Now, I guess the same way that, you know, non-celebrities do at parties, at bars and stuff like that. But I wonder because it's like, she's widely known. People know that she is cuffed by somebody who is also such a prominent figure in sports. Like, I don't even want to play with it. I don't even want to fool with that. Just think about the fact that didn't nobody really holler at um, Lauren London publicly until Nipsey died. So I wonder if there is this invisible gate around her that te- that deters people from doing it because they don't want no problems. So, right. Okay. Okay. I what is the I relinquish my chair, my seat. What's the phrase? Okay. Well, it's been relinquished, <laughs> but you know, I'd be very remiss if I went beyond this moment and didn't let our faithful colleagues know <laughs> that when we were talking about. Because we kind of discussed our episode very briefly before we start. We was talking about this. Eric going to call this lady Alicia Curry, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and this said it so casually. She's going yeah, you talking about the Alicia Curry situation? We was talking about that at work. I feel like blah, blah, blah. I said, friend, you're not going to get away with calling her Alicia Curry. <laughs> I sure was. And went on about your so, business. So I had to let everybody know that. Because I'm not the only person that be mispronouncing pe- uh, people's <laughs> names. May um may I introduce our next um department head, please? It, it's a special week. It's a special week for this department head. Oh my, I'm ready. I'm I ready. I want everybody to give it up, show some love for Ask Nurse J, and just please, if Nurse J has ever ever done anything nursey for you, this is Nurses Week, and we gotta congratulate her. We gotta give her some round of applause. Y'all. Welcome, Nurse J. Please bestow upon us your wisdom. My cash app is... Let me just appreciate Nurse J real quick. <laughs> There's been many an mm-hmm. evening when I didn't know where my next uh, prescription was going to come from. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not. And I called Nurse J and she told me, you go to uh, CVS and you get you some Tylenol. And so she is very good for prescribing me with over-the-counter drugs. Amen. 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 Um, have y'all ever used melatonin to go to sleep? Absolutely. But <laughs> do you melatonin? Have yeah, we? I, right. Is it? I use melatonin so often that I got all types <laughs> of bottles depending on how long <laughs> I want to sleep, when, I, how quick I want to go to sleep. I got the three milligram, the five milligram, the ten, and the fifteens. Got them all. Dang. I didn't realize how many people have never heard of melatonin. Because what happens, we were talking about mental health because this is Mental Health Month, okay? When you come in with anxiety, a doctor gives you a pill, right? 
they don't ask you, you know, have you tried counseling? Um, have you tried, you know, breathing techniques, something like that? So a lot of anxiety medicine, yes, it does mellow you out, but you have a lot of insomnia that comes along with it. Mm. And so if somebody comes in, they're like, oh, yeah, I'm having insomnia. They might prescribe them something else, an Ambien or another medication. And that can simply be solved with something natural like melatonin. So if you're having trouble sleeping, say you've been riled up because finals coming around, and then now you're just like, I cannot calm my brain down enough to go to sleep, get you a melatonin. Get it from CVS, Walgreens, any type of pharmacy is over the counter. Or Walmart. Or Walmart. It's over the counter. Like Shaq said, he got all the bottles. I need you to start off with a, with a little small baby one, though. Okay? Some five and less. I started off with three, and it was doing good. Okay, so start off with some three. They even have some that do- dissolve under your tongue or are chewable, and those are usually the best ones. So My granny got them, the gummies. Yep. So start off real slow with some, you know, three. Take it an hour before you go to bed to help you just wind down. And also add that melatonin to some sleep hygiene things like no screen time an hour before bed. Um, shut down all, you know, electronics and lights around the house. In your room, you should only sleep. Like you shouldn't be working from your from your bed or watching TV in the room, stuff like that. So, you know, just some more natural remedies to help your insomnia or trouble sleeping. Okay. That's brought to you by Ask Nurse J. <laughs> That's brought to you by Ask <laughs> Nurse J. And now for your weekly literature segment, tell us what you've been reading, Nurse J. Okay, so I have just finished Anissa Gray's The Care and Feeding of Ravishly Hungry Girls. It's so good. Oh, wow. um, I picked it up, or rather my partner picked it up um, for International like Independent Book Store Day. I didn't know that was a thing. So, you, you know, encourage people to go out and support their local bookstore. But she got that for me, and it was so good. I think I finished it in like two, three days. Okay. Well, you know I'm not going to pick it up. I'm going to trust your assessment. Bless the Lord. Lord. Oh, my soul. But May is um, Asian Pacific American Heritage. So read something by an Asian author. My recommendation would be If You Leave Me by Crystal Kim. You'll love it. You'll cry. It'll be great. Thank you for adding that in there. Absolutely. I'm going to try to start reading again this week, y'all. It's one of my three-month goals. All right now. All right. Well, let me hurry up and get on to talk about uh, my base search, if you will. Please. We want to know. And let me tell y'all, I got so much to say. I got so much to say, but I think this is a good time for me to share um, that last week we, um, well, last week we had a meeting. Um, We had an actual staff meeting, and so we didn't go on the air. And we talked about what's coming up with Books to Build. And so we talked about the fact that um, instead of us recording all the time and having actual staff meetings, we wanted to recognize that there is more that happens when you, you know, you're going from Books to Build and that you have one-on-ones with your um, with your um, supervisor or with whomever. And so we will be coming to y'all with some one-on-ones. I have to share that um, a lot of what I was going to say is going to go to a one-on-one so I can spend a little quality time with just me and you, um, the colleague who will be listening to me. So it's going to be very one-sided, but I think you'll like it. And so we're all going to do that every now and then. I say that because in full transparency, y'all, my whole computer about on 6%. Oh, I'm going to get through this. <laughs> but... I'm going to believe y'all in the cliffhanger. So y'all know I've been searching for a bay, and I've never had to be cryptic in this search. Like I never have had to be. Um, I just, you know, kind of go tell y'all what's going on. And then I ain't never had to worry about no consequences because I've been single. Well, I got to be a little cryptic going forward. Okay. <laughs> 
So if y'all remember, we revisited when I told y'all, like, I'm like all in or nothing. So like, I'm talking to me folks or either, um, talking to nobody. And I took the advice of my friends. Um, I really did. And I centered in on, uh, you know, two people. No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I centered in on one person. And since then, we've been having some quality conversations. Y'all might get to meet him one day. Um, but right now, you, uh, we just gonna leave it right there. Um, and we're gonna pick it up. We may talk about it in our, um, in our one on one, but you know, I don't like to talk about people unless they, unless I have their permission. Cause we ain't trying to get sued. You know, books to bills. We, we ain't trying to get sued. No, we're not. So in the next one on one, you can hear me talking about that whole experience, what it's been like. Um, but I do need some advice from my friends. Because in me deciding to talk to only one person, I've been trying to figure out how in the world do I stop talking to another person? I thought that going a week and a half would be like, okay, I realize we haven't communicated. It's kind of done from here, which is perfectly fine with me. Then all of a sudden they pop up and they just want all this attention from me. Keep on getting on my nerves. So, y'all, what do I need to do? And you got to make it quick because I got to shut up before my uh, computer shut off. (laughs) Just be real. Be like, I... I find myself giving more of my attention to another person. And, you know, if we want to be friends, we can be friends. If not, it's been a pleasure. Yeah, I'm going to say, just be honest. Um, did, I have one question, though. Did the, did the other person, are you the kind of person to tell other people that you're talking to other people? Okay. No. I would be like, you know, things have, my life has shifted a little bit and I'm not really able to put as much energy towards our relationship right now. But, you know, I wish you would. Ugh. Ugh. Just tell them. Oh my gosh, y'all are great orators. I would have never thought to say it this way. I was like, because I honestly, I was going to be like, um, I was fixing to say these words. I was going to honestly, comma, I know we had, I know we did a lot of talking, but I'm not interested in that anymore. I hope we can remain friends. Best of luck on your search. That sounds so professional. It does. It's cold. If that's what you're going for, cool. But if you want something a little bit more. Uh, no, no, no. I want to be nice. I like to be nice. I don't want to hurt anybody. Y'all know I want to hurt nobody's feelings. I just don't know what to say until y'all yeah, say use, that. use one of those or a combination of the two. Okay. Okay. So I'm not going to plagiarize. I'm just going to uh, summarize. Mm-hmm. You cite, cite your source. Mm-hmm. Cite your... I ain't going to cite no sources because I'm summarizing. Okay. 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 Man, that's still yeah. play. Okay. Never mind. We going to work it out. <laughs> well, I'm looking forward to this one on one. Work it out. Well, just like our theme song say, work it out. <laughs> but you got a light bill, dude. Work it out. And you got a gas bill, dude. <laughs> Dead. Okay. Speaking of that, I think it's about time that everybody hears that song right now. <laughs> well, <laughs> thank y'all so much for listening on today. Um, if you could please, if you feel so inclined, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Books to Bills Podcast, Twitter at Books to Bills, and you can send us an email from Books to from Books to Bills Podcast at Gmail. Y'all have a good night. Oh, 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 we got we cannot neglect to share that Lauren sent us an email. Okay, and we're gonna get to it. And shout out to also Aaliyah. I skipped over the the social media segment. We're gonna get you on the next episode, both of y'all. Okay, we we don't we didn't forget. <laughs> Absolutely. We appreciate them. See y'all.